Be inspired to love life, to achieve extraordinary feats, and to change the world around you for the better. Welcome to Love Your Life, Tell Your Story by Kathleen Marriott. Welcome back to Love Your Life, Tell Your Story. And we're here again with Kara Schultz. We're so excited to have her back. She had an absolute beautiful story last week. It was so moving to talk about her first story with her sister and going into medical school. So it's lovely to have her back this week. And she's all the way from Virginia. Can you tell us this week, Kara, what is your story for this week? So this week I was going to talk about how I've, I've been blessed to just have a, a life that's full of adventure adventure in the outdoors um, sometimes in a competitive manner sometimes uh, just exploring my own limits and not comparing to other people I was going to tell some of the stories of the adventures I've had well, it sounds very exciting because Kara is an athlete and she's a modest athlete because she's extremely competitive <laughs> and she's competitive in all sorts of sports so can you tell us just some of the sports that you do compete in Kara? I can I'll, well let's talk about in this past year mm -hmm. I have competed in cross-country ski racing classic style I've competed in ski mountaineer racing I've done an ultra marathon I did a gravel race. I've done a couple gravel races on, you know, bicycle. Yeah. I just came back from a five-day uh, mountain bike stage race. And when you say back, where is back? It was in another state. We have a, a camper van that's all of our bicycles and our dog. And so we went for a week and you race every day. Uh, mountain bike for five days in a row and then it's your cumulative time during those five days it was pretty tiring yeah <laughs> oh i really like the intellectual aspect i mean you can you know you can train your body physically you know it's kind of it's a, a formula you just always kind of you know push to progressively overload your system to either go longer or faster or um to get yourself stronger for any one race but the intellectual part to me was figuring out how to recover in between the races so that you're ready to go again uh -huh. um and so all of you know the different techniques of exactly like how much carbohydrate you need and how much fluid you need and how much rest you need and you know the different techniques that your muscles can re cover with you know whether it's using mineral you know like magnesium or pneumatic air boots massage it's a dynamic dynamic process that's that's like a grueling process to me however i know that you love it and i know that um it's something that you do these outdoors adventures both with your husband and we, of course we've had peter on love your life tell your story and um something that you know he's an athlete himself but you also do solo trips that help build your confidence and resilience can you tell us about your solo trips as well what have you done on solo trips yeah so i haven't done a complete solo trip outdoors i do you know go to races by myself and i i, I just i do do well i mean even today i guess i did go out pretty far and go mountain mountain biking by myself i do explore by myself i take that back yeah when i'm thinking about the larger trips 
you know, often when I do go with Peter, who introduced me to this love of the outdoors, you know, I'm I'm often not in the lead. Not that I don't contribute, but, you know, the responsibility in the end tends to be delegated to him. And so I do like to take the opportunity to do adventures without him where I can take the lead. I'm not always by myself, but, you know, I like to take the lead. And, like, even from the time that our son, who's now an adult, was small, I wanted to show him, you know, that, that not just dads, but moms can take the lead. Okay. And so I specifically took him camping, just the two of us. And it's like, your dad's not coming. You and I, we're going to go camping. It's just car camping. We're not backpacking or canoe camping or bike camping. We're just going to do car camping, but it's going to be you and me. And mom's going to be the one that starts the fire and, you know, makes the dinner over the fire and sets up the tent. And so we, we head out on our first camping trip together. Well, with me uh, as the full person responsible, uh, we ended up camping without sleeping bags and without a flashlight, <laughs> which are kind of vital things. But luckily, when you're car camping, you can go to Walmart. So we stopped at Walmart and we, we picked up a couple blankets and a flashlight and, and kind of filled in. But, you know, it's kind of just like the problem solving. I mean, that problem going to solving going to Walmart was... You know, that wasn't a difficult problem, but it's still problem solving that I had to do um, without any other adult to bounce it off of. And so I do enjoy that. I've had several adventures where I've taken the lead and been the the primary organizer. And I have a, a, a good girlfriend who together, the two of us have backpacked um, together for about the past 20 years. And in general, I'm the one who takes the lead with with the planning and the the organizing and more the and more the delegating and uh i i found it very fulfilling um and i was going to tell a story about the one time when we uh went on a trip where we got we got quite lost so the two of us mostly go backpacking in the winter months um just as her daughter was growing up and my son was growing because um, most people who go backpacking go in the you know spring summer or fall yeah uh, winter isn't typical but that's when we would go so this one year we went and we went to an area which is called a wilderness area which means there's no blazes on the trees to follow you know yeah. often if you're following a trail like the Appalachian Trail has white blazes and so there'll be a paint color on the trees periodically so that yeah. you know you're on the right trail but in a wilderness area, there's no signs, there's no blazes, you just have to be able to read a map. And so, you know, we had our our route mapped where we wanted to go. And they do frequently, though, other hikers will make a cairn, you know, of a pile of rocks. And so we came to this Karen, which seemed to be where our trail needed to turn. And we turned there and we just kind of got in this maze of um, animal, animal trail, not, not like human trail. It's much narrower. It's overgrown. It doesn't seem to go anywhere. And we're circling around, circling around. So we come back out to our point where we turned out, is this where we go? We look at the map. Let's go back. Let's go back. 
we're like, this must be it. You know, it's just that the trail's overgrown. Let's just, you know, let's let's keep our compass on. Let, you know, we're going to take a bearing. We're going to go this way. And we just kept getting thicker and thicker and thicker into the woods with no trail. And the brush, so I don't know, do you have rhododendron bushes? Yeah. Yeah. In Australia? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Not, not so, wild. You know, the branches are all very low and it's very thick. And like, as we would like be spreading through the rhododendron, like our shins were so bruised from just the, the, the rebound of the branches. And we're, we're just thick in bush, not knowing anywhere where we are. And it's starting to get dark. And, you know, the route we had planned uh, for our backpacking trip was the camping site was going to be at a water source. And so all the food we had brought needed to be rehydrated with water. And we brought enough water for one day because we were going to be at a water source. Um, so we really wanted to be at a water source. And on top of that, there was no clearing at all to put a, a sleeping bag, nonetheless, a tent in this thick bush. There, there wasn't a space bigger than your foot, you know, to lie down for the night. And so we just kept going, trying to go in a westward direction, you know, because there was a, a boundary ridge line that we would come to where we could, because the other thing is we're on a high plateau. And so you can't really see, you know, there's no, no landscape to look up yeah. or to look down. You're, it's just flat and all you see is bushes in front of you. And so it's starting to get dark and, you know, trying to each other's spirits up. And then I can like four o'clock and we're starting to get a little bit tired and a little bit concerned. And I said, uh, I said, Bethany, you know what? I said, I'm kind of sad. And she's like, I am too. And we both hugged each other. And I don't remember if we cried, but, you know, we had like, we were not communicating kind of our anxiety we're just trying to troop through it but 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 anyway we did and so we're like you know we just need to we need to just you know find a clearing that's that's big enough and it's like you know we can there's some of this stuff we can eat without boiling you know we we have luckily we didn't need a lot of water because it was winter and it wasn't that hot so we stopped and we we actually prayed together and you know now we're kind of we're more relaxed we've got some hope up again and so we have dinner we had our water we we had a place to set up our tent so we're looking over the map and looking over the map and i said you know what we're either here or we're here and then i can't remember what brought us to the final resolution that where we had made that turn, that wasn't where the trail turned. That was just a small turn into a campsite. And, and that we needed way. to go farther. So kind of figuring out where we went wrong. And so we kind of figured this small brook where we had camped at, we're like, if we keep following this, you know, we're going to hit a trail. And so the next morning we, we started out and it took a, a couple hours, maybe two hours. And we, we came to an area in the creek where there was, you could see there was rocks that were laid like as a foundation. And we're like, okay, we're getting close to some sort of civilization. 
And so we kept walking two people on the trail we were going for. And this is winter, like when there aren't many people. And we saw these humans and we started jumping up and down. And we were so joy. Yeah. We were so giddy and giggling. And we were, it was just the is overwhelming happiness. It was it just was overcoming the challenges and the the joy of solutions that you found. It was amazing, and yeah. and that's kind of like a big a big example of how when you get to go out and solve your own problem yourself, and the autonomy that you were seeking as well, away from your normal daily life that you spoke of before and the problem solving the fear and frustration that you just explained to us that you overcame and keeping going and or the other word that you mentioned there that you um tapped into that i really um heard there or we all heard was hope you found hope and that was really beautiful to tap into that and so that resilience and that true grit that you pushed through, you didn't give up. It was a beautiful experience in the end. And not to give up and you know, to use your faith. So you tapped into your faith and you leaned on each other and found your, your, your resilience together. In what ways do you think exploring and taking on that leadership role during that trip did translate to your other areas of your life? like your career or your personal relationship? I think it's important that I'm a participant in, in my, in all those, you know, areas of my life. I don't always have to be the leader, but I'm, I always want to be part of the decision-making. Yeah. And I think it kind of just gives you an opportunity to, to practice that so that you can contribute. And, and be valued by the sound of that that your decision-making was valued. Yeah. That is a really fabulous story and extraordinarily inspiring because at any time you could have sat and given up and somebody would have come and found you, people would have known where you were, but the glory was the problem-solving and pushing through and then the joy that you experienced when you came across other people having come out of the experience of being lost was the loving of your life and why you love your life and so thank you so much for sharing that story with us it truly was beautiful once again we get to experience how you and why you are a true grit person and you're living an extraordinary life so thank you so much for sharing it with us Kara Schultz it's a pleasure to know you and a pleasure to have you on the show this is only part of our story to hear the rest leap forward to the next podcast and give us five stars wherever you listen love your life tell your story by Kathleen Marriott